What do you guys want to do tonight? I don't know. How about Logan Depression Fest? Yes. <laughs> You're listening to the Story Geeks Podcast, produced by the Reclamation Society. Welcome to the Story Geeks Podcast. I'm Jay. I'm Daryl. And today we are going to hash it out over comic book movie fights. That's right. We're going to fight over movie fights? We're going to fight over movie fights. <laughs> I like that. That's right. What are, the, what are the rules for this for this battle? Okay, we have got just a few rules for this. First of all, this has to be one single fight okay. or one scene in a movie. We can't have a collection of scenes. We can't have multiple sequences. You can't just say like Superman versus Zod in the entirety of Man of Steel because they're fighting the whole time. You have to pick one specific fight. That makes sense. Yeah. And then I don't know if this is necessarily a rule so much as a guideline, but since we're the story geeks, we would hope that these fights have some sort of impact on the story or the character motivation or the character situation. They're not just for spectacle. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. They might, might, might disqualify one of mine right off the bat. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. I think it's furthering the story. So. And other than that, it just has to be a comic book movie. So, I do have one thing I do have one thing to say before we jump into it. That's yep. cool. This is our first ever recording from the Reclamation Society Studios. Um, so this has been a long time coming. Uh, we are currently running a donation campaign, a year-end donation campaign, so that we can actually... Um, raise some more money, do some more things in the studio. All the money is going to the studio and or to growing the podcast in some way, just getting more people to be a part of our community. So if you wouldn't mind, go over to reclamationsociety.org slash hero and uh, give us some money. We would, we'll use it wisely and um, we'll try and get more geeks talking about deeper stuff. I know today is not super deep conversation, but it is about story. That's right. It's always about story. So with that in mind, um, I guess let's just jump into it. Like we have the rules uh, and we've to clarify, we've each chosen four. Is that what we're doing here? I have four, but I do have three special mentions on top of that okay. that didn't quite make <laughs> it to my favorites. But like, I feel like I have to at least mention. Okay. So do we want to start with 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 honorable mentions, or just go straight into the four and come back to honorable? Let's mentions? come back to honorable mentions All right. at the end. Yeah. Right. So why don't you give us your? Why don't you give us your first? Now, uh, you and I both said that we actually have a first. Yes, we, but I have a favorite amongst these. I do too. Although two of them are very closely, like number one, number two are very okay. close. But let's go ahead and not start with those. Let's let's save those okay. for last. Otherwise, these aren't necessarily in rank order. Okay. So I'm going to go my first one here. I'm going to keep it close to the last time we talked about a comic book movie, which was Batman versus Superman. <laughs> um, and I'm going to say um, the fight when Batman fights off all of the goons to save Martha. I knew you were going to pick this fight. I love that scene. Yeah. I love it's the coolest we've ever seen Batman look on screen, mm. I think personally. Sure. Yeah. It's very brutal, but I think there's motivation behind it being very brutal. There's a desperation to him fighting in this because yep. he couldn't save his Martha, but he can save Clark's Martha. Right. And he desperately wants to do that and sort of prove himself to Clark and you know, make amends for the pain and the suffering that he's caused Clark. Right. So I just, I love the tone of that. I love the shift in the movie that comes with that. 
you know, it's sort of the the good emotional payoff to the why did you say that name, <laughs> you know, and <laughs> right, which you is finally get over that and see a good fight. As we heard, which is a much beloved scene. Everyone, everyone loved that scene. Everyone loved that scene. It was so well received. <laughs> it's just, it, I just can't believe that everyone is just so happy about it. I know. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> I had, oh, well, I had a couple things that were funny, but um, I just had to keep teasing Tim Posada because I know he's listening to this, and I know that every single time we mention anything to do. Batman v Superman. He just goes berserk. <laughs> so, anyways, Tim, I need to have you back on the show. You don't think he's got better things to do with his, a new kid in yeah. his life? He has twins. <laughs> twins. That's right. I know. It's really brutal. Okay. So, okay. So, I have. Um, we. This is hash it out. And last time we did hash it out. So to be clear on hash it out. Yeah. We, we're arguing. That's okay. Exactly. But we're not trying to. Put the other we're not down. trying to prove that we're right exactly we're so, we want room for opinions here right so we're the, gonna argue i'm gonna push back a little bit on the fight okay i actually love that fight as well it did not make you doesn't my, sound like pushback no i know <laughs> but i didn't make my honorable honorable mentions for this reason because people have pointed this out to me and i think they're totally correct about this but when he's in that fight when he's fighting <laughs> he technically you can see the actors wait to attack him as opposed to, you, you can well, see like the choreography is like, oh, wait, no, I can't go yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of the way movie fights go, though. It's true. I know. You know. Again, like I said, I actually think you're right about like Batman's intensity. I mean, it's super intense. And he's using, well, first of all, let's just stop for a second because mine is also from the same director. The one that okay. I'm going to say next. But not the same movie. Not the same movie. All right. And I just feel like Zack Snyder knows how to film a fight scene sure now he gets too big and bold with like the whole superman versus zod and yeah. then even in this like uh superman and batman and the trinity basically versus doomsday yeah but um he knows how to film a fight scene for sure uh mine i guess number four but it's we're not really numbering them is um coming from the watchman okay now the first criti- I'm going to say the, my criticism of it first before I talk about how much I love it. My criticism of it, and this has been stated by other people as well, is that the Watchmen are not superheroes. With the exception of Dr. Manhattan, they don't have superpowers. Mm. And yet, in this film, all the fights, even when they're cool, it would appear that they all have superpowers. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Because they're just like constantly throwing so each in other. Such a grandiose way. Yeah, exactly. It looks like they're like all superheroes. Well, my favorite fight from this from this film happens right in the after the opening sequence, which, by the way, is amazing. Um, but it's we don't know who's fighting the comedian, but we know it's somebody who's trying to murder the comedian. Turns out okay. to be Ozymandias. Later, we learn it's Ozymandias, and that fight scene is choreographed fantastically well um and just even when the comedian flies through the pane of glass and then plummets to his death is that when he's wearing like a bathrobe yep exactly and it's just so brutal it's very brutal and it sets the tone for the movie really well Mm -hmm. it also sets the tone for the comedian it also sets the tone for ozymandias even though we don't know it's him so i think it's a great setup to a story that unfolds because the whole time we're thinking like why did this happen it ties in the pin yeah because he's wearing the pin it ties Uh in the pin um I really like that fight a lot. Which, if you're a DC Comics fan, you know it was technically called The Button. Oh, yeah, yeah, well. <laughs> this, is, this is where my There's comics... an actual comic series called The Button. Oh, really? And it's really good, because they're starting to bring Watchmen into the This is where DC my comics universe. knowledge doesn't quite make it through. 
Well, this is where I fail as a movie fan because I didn't like that movie, so I didn't finish it. So I, I know more about what's going on in the comics than I do what happened in that movie. There is a cool fight scene at the end of that film as well, but um, it's not quite as brutal. That film is so interesting and intriguing because we don't know who's fighting. We know that it's the comedian. Uh-huh. Um, and we've seen the comedian because we've seen the opening sequence and he's in there, but we haven't actually seen you know, him do anything yet. So the fact gotcha. that he, it starts with him dead... It was pretty fascinating. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good deal. Yeah. All right. What else you got on there? Okay. Number three. Um, I did. I did pretty good at sort of stretching across mm. the different comic book movie universes. Here. I did too. I think. I didn't try to stick with uh, within one. So, so I'm going to throw this one over to Fox. We're okay. going to go over to the X Men universe here. All right. And I'm going to say. Uh, the scene from X2, X-Men United, hmm. when Stryker's men are invading Xavier's school for the gifted. Ooh, yeah. And Wolverine, Logan, comes out and just starts going nuts and taking everybody out. Yep. For a few reasons. First of all, we didn't really get to see Wolverine kind of lash out in the first X-Men movie. It's true. Because I think they were a little afraid to go that far with it. Yeah, because we just saw him basically fight in the pit in the yeah. The I mean, arena. he never. I don't think he stabbed anybody with right. his claws. Not that I'm like dying for more <laughs> violence, but you know, it's that's who Wolverine is. He's yeah. He doesn't hold back. Right. So we get to see that, but we get to see it on a deep level because the reason he's lashing out is because he's trying to protect these kids. Absolutely. And so we really get to see what Logan looks like as a hero and how he uses his ferocity for good yeah to protect the people that he cares about i really yeah that's a really good fight is that the only fight that you have from the the x-men yes okay um i have two honorable mentions for the x-men but we won't go there yet okay um not that film though different film okay but uh, yeah i think that that's well worthy of a mention i think anytime you have now okay so let's contrast that a little bit with do, do any scenes from logan work their way into your list no not into my list um you know, with Logan, I sort of had a trouble picking out specific scenes because yeah. I thought a lot about Logan. Right. And I think in the end, it's just sort of one big, long, violent depression fest. You know, <laughs> I mean, I love it, but it's, I couldn't I couldn't find like one scene that stuck in my head. What do you, what do you guys want to do tonight? I don't know. How about Logan Depression Fest? Yes. <laughs> no. Okay. So there, I do. I would say that the um, the actually the opening scene. Well, there's a couple scenes in Logan that are pretty fantastic from a fight scene perspective. Yeah. Remind me. None that make my list. But there's the opening scene where where. And let's just enjoy the irony of you the, arguing the merits of Logan <laughs> to me right now. I know. Well, it's not storytelling as much, but it's just cool. <laughs> it's just cool to see Logan. I think it's cool to see Logan fight that way. Yeah. I, I will still defend Logan for being one of the best Wolverine personifications that we've sure. had. Yeah. But I just think the story is weird anyway so there's the opening sequence where the gangbangers are trying to steal his car from him sure yeah that one's awesome yes like he just takes that takes those dudes out he he chops off this the shotgun yeah and then just proceeds to plow through the side of the guy's that's head. when they really show you like here's what this movie's gonna be like <laughs> exactly like, oh, okay. exactly uh that's a great fight and then um and there's actually a theme to most of my fights that i like it when superheroes are fighting non-superheroes, which I don't know why that is. <laughs> um, 
But the other, the other scene that I would say that's really cool is when, and it's not so much Logan, it's Laura, mm-hmm. when they come, when uh, the the main bad guy with the robot arm, I don't yeah. even remember that guy's name, he shows up to their compound. Yeah. And they they were getting ready to leave anyways, but Laura... When Laura kind of lets loose for the first Laura time. Laura lets loose and just like goes crazy on those guys. And, and then we get the first indication that she is kind of like a Wolverine yeah. type character so i think that was really cool too my favorite scenes from those move from that movie mm-hmm. aren't as much the fight scenes it has more to do with xavier like i think the representation of logan is awesome but the representation of xavier yes is even better like i would throw an oscar nod at patrick stewart for that movie oh yeah in a heartbeat yeah i totally agree and like the scenes where he's losing control and everything around him is going nuts and people yeah. are freezing and they're trying to get to him like those are my favorite scenes in that movie yeah. in those movies I, that movie. There, this this is the thing with Logan. If it, and I have to do a whole video on this, and I will do a whole video on this. But if Logan ended before X twenty three, X twenty four is X twenty three or twenty three? Twenty three before X twenty three shows up. Oh you, no! You mean his twin? Yeah, I think that's X twenty four. Yeah, X twenty three is Laura. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's what I thought. If it ended. Not ended, because obviously that wouldn't be a complete movie. But if it went a different direction yeah. before that point, I'd be talking about it being one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Like, all the scenes leading up to that. I was listening to a screenwriting podcast where a guy came on the podcast. He literally had pancreatic, either colon or pancreatic cancer. And this guy said that the personification of... Patrick Stewart as Professor Xavier in that movie was so impactful to him as someone going through that. Mm. And I just went, yeah, it totally is. It's awesome. But of course, you know, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, Xavier leaves the movie just about the time X-24 shows up. Which is one of my frustrations with that movie because, I mean, I know we're not here to talk about Logan. We'll do this again <laughs> later. But now that it's in my head, I got to say yeah. it. He, they spend so much time with this beautiful representation of that character. It's not pleasant. It's ugly and it's dark, but it's beautiful. Exactly. The care that he and Logan have for each other and stuff like that. And then even with all of that buildup, when he dies, I didn't feel anything. I know. The way they killed him just sort of nullified everything that they built up to that point. It also is one of the key reasons why the entire rest of the film doesn't work for me. Mm. So that's another that's a preview of another podcast. Maybe we'll we, we should just do a make it better between the two of us we as should. opposed to me trying to do some kind of video. We should. All right, so let's get on to the next what's 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 next on your I think, on your, Did we get your number 3? No, we haven't got my number let's 3 get yet. Your number 3. This is a this is going to be a bizarre one cuz I'm probably the only person listening to this podcast or speaking on this podcast that will have this on there. But Howard the, the Duck yeah, the fight that it is to prevent myself from watching that every night because I love <laughs> yeah. it so much. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. It's uh, the fight. I believe it's in Winter Soldier, and you're gonna have to tell me which one it's in because I, I get confused. <laughs> okay. But it's with Captain American, Captain America, Black Widow, Hawkeye versus Hydra in the forest. That's in uh, Age of Ultron. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, it's in the beginning of Age of Ultron. Yeah. I love that fight. Yeah. Like that, when when Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver are running around. Probably. <laughs> or, or at I least can't even remember that well. Quicksilver's running around. 
and yeah. he, he makes Captain America flip, and then yes. Cap says we That's have hand, we have enhanced in the field. Yep, and he's throwing yeah. he's throwing the shield around. That is a cool fight. That's the opening of Avengers: okay, Age okay. of Ultron. That's why I couldn't. That's why I couldn't find it. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I was sitting there thinking like, this is one of my favorite fights, and I can't even remember which stupid film it's in. And so yeah, you, there you go. So I had it in the wrong film altogether. But I, I think that that's cool because not only is it showcasing the characters and how they're able to fight, yeah. Um, but we're getting to see them. I think it's an equivalent. Let's put it this way: I think it's an equivalent of the Winter Soldier, Captain America, Iron Man fight from Civil War, which I think is an amazing fight. Really, I think it's an equivalent. Equivalent. What I mean by that is. We're getting to see the characters use, like, I love it when they show Cap using the shield like that. Sure. Just the same thing is true. I don't think he, I don't know if he uses this shield. I think he might, but in the um, going down battle when he's in the when he's in the elevator and he realizes yes. that all the shield oh, that one's cool too. That one's super cool, yeah. right? So I, I love Captain America in those settings. I just think that that's awesome when he's using. He's like using his shield. He's using like he's kicking and stuff. I don't know. I feel like that was a. <laughs> I could have easily populated my whole list with Captain America battles. I ch- I chose to keep it to one. So. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's mine. And, and I and I, I honestly I don't even remember it well enough. I just remember thinking like, of all. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to like react emotionally to it and yeah. then think back and go like, yeah, that was so cool when I saw that happen, and that was I think um, one of those moments where because we'd seen Captain America in the first Avenger. Yeah. But I don't feel like we. In any of those scenes, we they really pushed it in terms of the fights. Well, and what's really cool about that scene is it's the first time we get to see the Avengers really being the Avengers. Yes. You know, they've been a unit for a while. They've developed yep. ways of working together. Exactly. And this is the first time we get to see that. Yeah. So anyways, that made mine. And the first time we get to see Scarlet Witch telling the Hulk that the sun's getting real low, <laughs> which gets paid off later if you've seen more recent That's right. Marvel movies. That's right. So, yes. What else you got on your list? All right, number two. Number two for me is this one is a it's a little bit more um, symbolic okay. than it is an actual great fight. I wonder if we have the same one at this lo- at this point. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Because it's not that long. Okay. And um. A- anyway, I'll just go ahead and say it's the no man's land battle from, oh. from wonder woman yeah so is that the same one that no you that's have? my number one that's your number one yeah okay that's my well, number one spoiler although i although i had i said this is where i might be breaking the rules a little bit i have the no man's land through the city invasion yeah because i think that like the no man's land no i think that's all one sequence yeah okay so that's fair but i'm specifically thinking of the initial part of it at yeah. no man's land totally when she Stops listening to Steve, stops mm-hmm. letting him hold her back, and she just steps up and does what she's meant to do and starts inspiring people. Yep. And it's just, it's like, I get a lump when I watch it, you know? Exactly. In my throat, because I'm just like, I'm inspired. Yep. I wasn't in this war, and I'm inspired, you know? The first time I saw that scene, I was literally, not only did I get a lump in my throat, it just made me think of... And other, and I've heard women say this, like it was so inspiring to be a woman and to see that. Yeah. And like, I get inspired for the women that I know. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, and I, and I get inspired for myself too. I'm not trying to downplay like male versus female, but I just know that like, this is not a scene we've seen strong female characters in comic books, but let's be fair. We've seen a lot more male yeah. 
characters that are yeah. strong. And this is and just we've like... we've seen very few lead female characters, strong female characters in yes. comic books. And it's not the fact that she's going out there and that she is strong. The fact is that she's going out there and she's taking a stand no matter what might happen to her. Because she really doesn't know what's going to happen to her. Yeah. So it's the fact that she is just saying like, no, this is not okay. And, my, and I'm going to have the courage to take a step forward in a way that could be very dangerous to me personally. Yeah. But I'm going to do it anyways. Yeah. And the fact that as she does it, she's not just trying to survive. Right. She's not trying to fight for land or possessions yep. or something like that. She's only trying to protect people yep. and instill hope. Yeah, and, I, and the reason why it continues to be my number one because that moment, that just mo- that moment alone, is fantastic as a thematic Wonder Woman moment. Yeah, it was like I actually can't. I don't know that I can think of a better moment in a in a comic book movie. Mm-hmm. Like that single moment might be my favorite moment of all. Uh, this is my number two comic book movie of all time, but that particular moment. Um, then the reason why I have on mine the continuation of the city invasion mm-hmm. is because whenever they do a slow motion on Gal Gadot going like go like doing a sweep kick or crashing through a building, the the closest that I think that anybody else comes to that level of coolness is the Batman scene that you talked about. Oh, yeah. From Batman v Superman. Yeah. Just the cinematic quality of that is amazing. And the clarity of it and how they how they manage it is just fantastic. So I totally, I mean, I totally agree. So now I'm wondering if you and I have the one, two <laughs> flip-flops. Swapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what is your... What I don't is know. Your... There's a... When we started talking about this topic, there's a very obvious one that stood out to me that I deliberately avoided. So, oh, really? We'll see. I well now see. I think I know what that one is, and that but might that's, be your number two. No. Okay. Well, what's your number two? Let's start with that. Okay, let's go with my number two. Let's start there. Yeah. Um, the bat cycle fight. Oh. So the reason from why the I love with the, from with the dark the big rig. Yep. So here's the thing. See, I, oh man, now you're making me question myself. <laughs> I didn't actually think of that as a fight. I should have. Well, see, here's the thing that. That scene is, is so quintessential to who those characters are. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for those of you who don't remember it, this is where um, Batman is essentially chasing the Joker down, figuring out where he is, trying to find him. And then the com- when they basically meet one another, you have the first one that happens, which is Joker throwing open the back with the rocket launcher, yeah. which is fantastic. The slaughter is the best medicine on the <laughs> yeah. side of the truck with the exactly. S instead of laughter. Exactly. But then you have then you have uh, the Batman crashes the tumbler, basically, and then you have Joker get out with the machine gun. And this is where the Joker wants Batman to kill him. The Joker wants Batman to die in that moment. And, and yeah. not only that, he wants to die himself. Yeah. So this is the core of the worldview of the Joker wrapped up into one scene where he's basically saying, if he kills me, I win even if I die. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's yeah. a mic drop moment for scenes. Yeah. That's, I love that scene. That's Kevin Spacey in Seven action right there. I, You know, I can't even remember that. I, we need to watch, I need to watch Seven again. <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Bring up Kevin Spacey. It's literally the point of the whole movie. I just spoiled (laughs) an entire movie in one little offhanded comment. (laughs) 
Yeah, and spoil yeah. <laughs> spoil the podcast with Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very controversial topic of these days. Well, my number one is Brandon Routh and Kevin Spacey from Superman Returns. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. what in the world? They never fought. There's no fight. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I never see. I never went with anything from the Dark Knight trilogy, just because I don't feel like the action in those movies is the strongest part of those movies. I know this is the only fight that I could the guy yeah. that I could put on there. I mean, I thought about Batman and Bane from the Dark Knight Rises, and I love that scene. Yeah, but. There's just other fights that I feel in other movies that forward story better. Because yeah. I just I don't think Nolan uses the fights to forward his stories so much as he uses the smaller character moments. Exactly. Well, and just let's just like hang out at the Batman Bane fight real quick. Um, if you have read that comic, which I know that you have way more depth of comic knowledge than I, but mm-hmm. the, you're the, you're the one that gave me that comic to read. <laughs> um, that fight in the comics. You're talking about the night, the Nightfall yeah. series. Yeah. yeah, that fight in the comics is one of the, probably the best comic fights of all time. Yeah, it's brutal. It's super brutal. Yeah. But then when they show it in live action, I think something a little bit is lost yeah. in that fight in live action because, first of all, I mean, when Bane finally does break his back. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that in the context of the comic. And I just read the comic in preparation for this. And it's sort of, and I think Nolan kind of does this on purpose. I think he actually is intentional about this. It's sort of like an afterthought. Totally is intentional. Yeah. Because in the comic, it's this big deal that somebody can beat Batman. Exactly. In The Dark Knight Rises, that's not the case. Exactly. Bruce is past his prime. Yep. He has to wear all these special braces and stuff to keep his body functioning exactly and bane is this force that he's just never ever come up against before yep so yeah i think nolan wanted it to be very clear that bane did not have to try very hard to beat him totally agree and i think that that just takes away from what we know in the comics so when my expectation was something that i didn't actually get um so that's why it doesn't make it into my it didn't even mention it didn't even make it into my honorable mentions but i know that a lot of people listening would be like what about batman versus bane that's why i I don't have it on there yeah i mean conceptually it's an iconic fight but absolutely because of the way that it was downplayed in the dark knight rises i don't think it stands out yeah i agree amongst other cinematic fights yep totally agree so uh i had i need to know your number one then yeah, because we now know your number one. <laughs> well, yeah, because Wonder Woman has already <laughs> been already the No Man's Land plus the City Invasion has already been taken. Yeah. Well, I'm, let's see if I if I give you a clue. I wonder if you can guess my number one. Okay. What is one concept that I ramble on about over and over and over again when it comes to comic book movies and comic books and stuff like that? You love legacy. I love legacy. Yes. Which means my favorite fight. Yeah. Is from Captain America: Winter Soldier. Oh which yeah. Which is yeah, all yeah, about yeah. legacy. I should have known that actually. And it's. It's the freeway scene. It's when Bucky first yep. encounters Cap as the Winter Soldier. Yep. The fight that includes Black Widow and Falcon. Yep. And just such a very cool tactical scene. Like you really get to see Black Widow doing what she knows how to do. Mm-hmm. And you get to see Falcon for the first time really letting loose yep. and just trying to get into a fight and help Cap. Absolutely. You know? And... 
And then you get to see Winter Soldier coming in and just undermining all of it. <laughs> right. Because he's just got all this stuff that no one knows is coming. And then as soon as Cap sees him, just that moment, you know, that... Yeah. That is... That's what I love about Legacy because it has all of this yeah. depth and history that it can bring to the story. And I so desperately want to see Batman and Nightwing on screen together someday. <laughs> Absolutely. I just want that so bad. And I feel like Cap and Bucky is the closest that we've gotten to that so far. That was awesome. The, the other thing, okay, so you made me think of another fight that I think is really amazing too. Mm-hmm. And they filmed it. It's it's Cap and Bucky again, but uh, it's in Civil War, I believe. When they're when like Black Panther's trying to chase him down and stuff. Yes, but it was, yeah. it's in the hallway. Oh yeah. So that scene in the and hallway. And even in the room before the hallway. In exactly. The, in the little apartment. In the, yeah, yeah. All of that scene that is like a straight up Born fight. Yes. Like Born identity. It and, feels like And that. those fights are amazing. Yeah. Um, that was a that was super super cool super well done. That and would they be, work that'd in be these great little human moments in that one too. Exactly, like when you know when Bucky says, "I'm not going to kill anyone," yeah. and then he like throws this one guy and he's going to fall to his death, and then Cap has to catch him. <laughs> That's right. And he yeah. looks up and he's like, "Come on, man!" <laughs> you know, it's like that's awesome i love those little moments so here's here's one thing about that fight that i think is especially cool is that a lot of times in superhero fights there is clarity of action yeah what i mean by that is uh they're not doing like super shaky cam stuff they're trying to showcase it's not like a jason bourne film exactly it's not (laughs) like a jason bourne film and um and you get a lot of that at the end of that movie when yeah. Cap and Iron Man and Bucky are all fighting one another, yeah. um, you get a lot of those hero shots. It's not it's not shaky cam. It's very yeah. cl- you have a lot of. I shouldn't say there's a lot of clarity of what's happening because it is quick cuts. Yeah, but you just don't get a lot of shaky cam. You don't get a lot of dust in the air. Yeah. I mean, the focus is the superheroes mm-hmm. in that in that fight. It feels like a real life like born. There's dust going all over the place. Yeah, it's hard to see in the room. Yeah. I think that that's yeah, that's a great fight, man. I forgot. And I think it's great that they went that way because they're sort of setting the superhero stuff aside. Exactly. You know, and they're really just showing you how formidable these two guys are against each other. Yeah. So and then yeah, the chase. You know, when Bucky grabs the motorcycle from that guy and hops onto (laughs) it and stuff like that. Yeah, that's really cool. That's the see, and so the fight that I was talking about that. I just assumed would make somebody's list, so I chose to stay away from oh, it, yeah. is the airport scene from Civil War. Yes. Where, like, every character fights. Yeah. But that fight and also the fight at the end of Civil War between yeah. Bucky and Cap and Iron Man, which mm-hmm. is this iconic thing, too. Right. The reason I didn't go for those is because I feel like when it comes to furthering story and enhancing story, yes, those don't do it as strongly. Yeah, the motivation true. for those fights furthers the story beautifully. Yeah, but the fights themselves are more spectacle based. I agree. the w- The one way that we'd have to hash it out, <laughs> <laughs> not really, because I don't think we're, I don't think you're going to disagree with me. The one part of that fight, though, that I think is a important storytelling piece is. Um, War Machine getting hurt. Sure. Because at that point, I think that's where, I mean, let's, let's, let's face it, like even somebody says at some point in time, like we're all holding back, right? Like I can't remember who says it. Like I'm not even Spider-Man, but 
it's some. Oh, there's it was a. Uh, was it when Scarlet Witch said to Hawkeye, "You're pulling your punches" or something? Like Maybe that? something like that. There's just an indication that this fight is more of a let's mess with each other as opposed to let's kill each other. Yeah. And until War Machine goes down, and then it's like, whoa, this is a serious deal. Like we just impacted someone's life. Like yeah. So I do think that that kind of shows Tony how far Cap is willing to go. Um, I think that's kind of an interesting piece. The other great thing about that fight is the introduction of Spider-Man. Yeah. Which is super, super cool. It totally is. That fight. But I agree with you, though. It's it's not as impactful. I, I, I totally uh, am on that page. Talking about that fight, this this could be podcast suicide here because I'm searching for something and I haven't found it yet. <laughs> but there's <laughs> Radio a scene. Radio silence. Just as that fight is beginning, and maybe you can help me figure this out as I'm trying to like <laughs> hunt it down. Just as that fight is beginning? Yeah, so okay. right before they're about to fight. Yep. Um, here we go. Okay, I got it. Um, just as they're about to fight when they're still just arguing. Yeah. And right as Spider-Man shows up. Right. And Tony is trying to do his last ditch effort to keep them from fighting. Yes. And trying to convince them, you know, give up now. And he has this line. He says... Okay, you're going to turn Barnes over and you're going to come with us now because it's us. We're squatted JSOC guys with no compunction about being impolite. <laughs> to this day, I don't understand that line. I didn't even realize what that was What is JSOC? <laughs> so that's what we need. We need comments. Someone uh, help. <laughs> someone needs to send us an email and tell us what that means. This, this, oh, here we go. Yeah. JSOC, according to Wikipedia, is Joint Special Operations Command. He's basically asking Rogers to stand down because otherwise the U.S. will send special ops in and they have orders permission to shoot to kill. This is just off of somebody's Reddit feed, but yeah, probably the screenwriter. I've I've always heard that <laughs> line, and I'm like, what 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 does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> We're JSOC guys. It's like that's like the alternative version of J Crew. I know. And it's like, dude, our 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 sponsorship deals are gonna get ruined by JSOC. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's an alternate. That's an alternate take. Yeah. So, what are some of your honorable honorable mentions? Well, though, I mean, those certainly would have been in there. Yeah. Um. Uh. Another one for me. This might seem random, and I might get flack for this, mm-hmm. but is from X Men Origins Wolverine. Whoa! Think, you might get flack for this. I yeah. know. I know. And I think it's the fight after Sabretooth kills Wolverine's girlfriend. Okay. Which, of course, later on we find out, spoiler alert, didn't actually happen. But, and Wolverine is just ready to go take him out. Okay. And so he finds him in this bar, in like this backwoods bar, the oh, mountains yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they fight. I forgot about that fight. I love that fight. I remember I the, alley, really the alleyway scene fight. Yeah, yeah, with, uh, the bar with Gambit. Yeah. 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 That one's fun, too. What do you think about the new. Okay, this is way random tangent what do you think about the new gambit i mean channing tatum yeah he's gonna be in a, this is gonna be a movie right have they showed anything no i mean no. i've only i've heard about it but it's, I, channing I've heard tatum. That it's on again and I mean, off again and on again you're and probably off gonna again. be you're you probably feel one way or another about that i don't you know why why because i don't believe it's actually gonna happen oh okay 
See, here's the thing. If it did happen, I don't necessarily have a huge problem with it. Yeah. I actually, though, would way prefer we just go back to Taylor Kitsch. Because yeah. I thought he did a great job, and I enjoy him as an actor. I yeah. think he's made some great movies. And some great movies? Wait, which, which movies? Um, okay, so he was in... John Carter. No, not John <laughs> Carter. I, I will admit that I enjoyed Battleship. I am not calling Battleship a great movie, but I will admit that I enjoyed it. Yeah. No, he was great in Lone Survivor, which was... Uh, oh, I don't know if I've seen that one yet. It's... Peter Berg has a series of movies that he's made with Mark Wahlberg about real life events. Yeah. So there's Lone Survivor, there's mm-hmm. Patriots Day, which is about the Boston Marathon bombing. I didn't see that one either. And then there's Deepwater Horizon, which is also Did not a really great either. movie. Really? Yeah. But Lone Survivor is about these four or maybe five remaining hmm. soldiers that fighting a war. Yeah. And only one of them makes it out. Mark Wahlberg's the only one makes that makes it out. Mm. But Taylor Kitsch is one of the other four, yeah. and he's he's like the leader of the uh, group, okay. and he's great. That's cool. He's really good. I I um. The reason why I even bring it up is because for some reason, my favorite X Men, and I used to watch X Men in the cartoon all the time. When I was yeah. a kid. Because in the nineties, that was a co- really cool thing to do. Just <laughs> watch that cartoon. Um. But, Gambit was always one of my favorites. He's cool. Yeah. I always, I always really, I mean, obviously Wolverine, you can't get away from that, mm-hmm. but I always liked Gambit for whatever reason. Um, and we just haven't seen him and it's crazy. We've seen Jubilee in the movie, but we, we <laughs> We've haven't <seen> blink. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I don't know. So, I, I, I don't we have seen Gambit, but we've seen only yeah. Taylor Kitsch's yeah, version, yeah, yeah. which I actually thought was great. I felt like that was a good representation of Gambit. I'm like, I, I do don't understand why people hate that movie so much. I didn't like the, I didn't like the I, long hair. I'll say it. I love that movie. I really <laughs> enjoy that movie. I like. I didn't. Okay, I didn't hate it. I know people are mad about what happened to Deadpool. Yeah, we've said before on this podcast. I don't care about Deadpool, so right. that doesn't hold any water for me. But I think that's a good movie. Well, at the time at the time I saw that movie, I had no because this is this is going back to where there's a giant portion of my life where i was not into the comic book world as much as i am now yeah and as much as i was before and when that movie came out i did not really know much about Mm -hmm. deadpool at all so i did not have the problems everyone else had because i didn't know i didn't even know it was supposed to be deadpool yeah um i did i didn't love the end battle Mm -hmm. where they're fighting each other yeah however um and and by the way there was some really bad special effects that's you know like there's a part where he's looking at himself in the mirror when he's got his claws out and the claws are like literally like not connected to his hand (laughs) (laughs) um and then there's the whole helicopter scene which looks kind of cheesy yeah the helicopter but besides those things i agree with you there's a lot of that movie that's interesting to me especially because i liked um lieb shriver as sabertooth as sabertooth he was awesome he was amazing and there was talk of him actually being in Logan as well. Oh, that would have been no, that would have been cool. It would have been good, right? Yeah, that yeah. would have been super cool. Um, all right, complete tangent. Sorry, <laughs> we went off. No, that was, my, that was my fault. I'm the one that brought up Channing Tatum. I'll bring it back. What do you think about that Channing movie? Tatum? Has some great fights in it. <laughs> <laughs> Segway. <laughs> um, 
All right, so I have. Do you have any other honorable honorable mentions? I cannot say honorable the first time correctly. Yeah, yeah another one that comes to mind is the scene in um, X Men First Class uh-huh. when Magneto raises the submarine oh, out of yeah, the ocean. That's cool. That was so good. So one of the biggest bummers is that my list does not have any Magneto fights. Yeah, I love watching Magneto. Yeah. If anything, I would say that the uh what is it, the opening scene of the first X Men movie where we see Magneto as a kid. Yeah. That's a cool scene. You know what's a great scene it's not really with Magneto? A fight, though. Yeah. In my opinion, one of his worst scenes sorry, one of his best scenes uh-huh. is completely wasted because it's in my opinion the worst X Men movie. Which it's one? It's in X Men Apocalypse. <laughs> yes. And it's when <laughs> You know, he's built this new life. He has a family. Yeah. And it's the scene when he loses his daughter. Oh, And it sort of makes yeah. him turn into a villain again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so well done. It's heartbreaking. And yeah. I don't like to watch it. Yeah. Because I have kids. And so I I have a hard time watching someone lose their kid. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. As a scene, it's it sucks that it's in that movie because it's yeah. so good. You know, that movie, it's interesting because... That movie had things in it that were awesome, and then other yeah. things that were just terrible. It's still fun to watch. Yeah. Like I'll, I still enjoy watching it. Yeah, but it's just so clearly inferior to the rest of them. It's true. Okay, so I have three more. How many more? How many do you have? I uh, will see what else I think of while you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this this I, there's actually two scenes from one movie. Uh, Days of Future Past. Sure. The Quicksilver slow motion scene. Oh yeah, is outstanding. Yeah, that's one of those scenes where, and you can watch it on YouTube. In fact, um, one of the things I might do in the show notes is just link to some of the YouTube videos. But if you go, if I do that, and you guys go watch them, th- and if I take the time to do that, then you have to subscribe to our YouTube channel. There you go. <laughs> so go look at the Story Geeks YouTube channel. It's on there. Uh, we only have a few subscribers as of the re- this recording, so you can be one of the one of the few in the proud. Um, so there's a Quicksilver slow motion fight, which was just filmed beautifully uh it starts out with the magneto uh activity because magneto yeah. starts throwing everything in the air right and then he slows everything down so that he can go um around that's that's super cool the other fight i thought i had to look this up because i thought that it was the opening fight from apocalypse and i kept looking for like opening scene opening fight of apocalypse and I'm like this is not what i was thinking it was okay what I didn't realize was it was the days of the uh, days of future past opening scene with the Sentinel fight. Oh yeah. And that fight is awesome. The stuff in the future. I love that movie. Yeah. One of my gripes about it is I wish we saw more of that future. Yes. It was really cool. I know. And the, and the, the whole scene where we see Sentinels, which by the way, again, fan of the cartoon, love Sentinels. Yeah. Um, I would have liked to seen the bigger boxier kind of, dumb sentinels actually because these are kind of like fluid and kind of cool um but that aside that opening scene we've got uh iceman we've got warpath blink yep sunspot yep uh bishop where i guess it's blink blink's the one that throws the teleportation yeah yeah where she's throwing those teleportation and they're just like teleporting all over the place fighting oh so well done because that could be misused so easily it could be really poorly used but that was super cool yeah so those are my two from days of future past i think they're definitely worth mentioning yeah um then the last one i have on here is the there's multiple fight scenes in this in this movie i already mentioned that Zack snyder 
I feel like is a really cool fight scene director. Mm-hmm. Again, Zack Snyder, visually amazing. And then I always have to qualify storytelling could use some work. But in this film, um, there's the, and the, the line is so good. It's on all the trailers, but uh, you have that guy sitting on the, you have the guy kind of sitting on the, I don't know if it's a horse or if he's being carried by some other dudes or something like that, but he's like, our arrows will blot out the sun and like, <laughs> well, then we'll fight in the shade, you know? Um, that whole sequence there uh-huh. is pretty killer. That movie has some great fight scenes in it. And we're, and those fight scenes were sort of the, you know, what came before us being able to see the Wonder Woman sweep kicks and things like that that yeah. we see in Batman v Superman, which are amazing. Yeah. So that's kind of where he perfected some of that stuff, I think. You know, as I think about it, another one that comes to mind is the Hulkbuster scene from Age of Ultron. Yeah. That's a great that's a fun one, too. One. He's just like, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, I, I, I watched a couple just in preparation. You guys can go watch these, too. Um, I believe it was Watch Mojo. I think it was Watch Mojo. I don't know. It's one of those channels that has, like, so many YouTube videos yeah. that you're just like, what do these people do? Who's doing this all day long? Um, and it was, like, the top ten. And I thought their top ten was terrible. Like, really? Yeah, and it's from it's from a few years back, so they're de- they're not dealing so with like Clooney thing. versus Schwarzenegger and stuff <laughs> like that, or <laughs> yeah, it was uh, <laughs> it was uh, nipples versus non nipples yeah. Batman. <laughs> no, it was uh, uh, you can't you can't bring up Batman and Robin without talking about nipples. <laughs> It's, it's like it's like the whole you can't eat just one chip thing. It's like it's just not a thing. It has to be said. It has to be said. Um, I still contend, this is a, the most controversial thing I'll probably ever say on this podcast. I still contend <laughs> that, uh, I don't want to say it. I'm going to get just so much, <laughs> get so much hate. Um, that George Clooney was not as bad of a Batman as everyone says he was. I think he was actually a good Bruce Wayne. He was great Bruce Wayne. I think, um, I think he was a terrible Batman. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it had more to do with the writing than it did with me. Right, I mean, I the lines too. were just awful. That's what I mean. The lines were terrible. Now, and now if George Clooney was improvising them all, then yeah, he's terrible. But you know, what I'm there were some terrible deliveries too. You know, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think he made a good Bruce Wayne. Yeah, <laughs> I still think Ben Affleck is the best Batman, which I probably get hate for that too. No, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I think the best Batman movie is The Dark Knight. Oh yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. it has. I don't. I don't. I think uh, Ben Affleck's Batman is better. The Dark Knight strengths have more to do with, I think, the other characters. Yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously, the Joker and Gordon. Yeah, and I don't know if you if you ask me like, hey, who's a better actor, Ben Affleck? We're just turned into a new <laughs> a new podcast. <laughs> if you ask me who's a better actor, Ben Affleck, who I think is a good actor, uh-huh. or Christian Bale, I would say Christian Bale. But I think there's just something yeah. Ben Affleck as Batman versus Christian Bale as Batman. It's just I think Ben Affleck is a more likable performer, though. I think Christian yeah. Bale... Well, he's very controversial. Christian Bale has some roles where he's just great. and But he's one of those actors where a little bit goes a long way for me. <laughs> yeah, and he's not likable. A movie can be way too Christian Bale-y. Yeah. You know? Well, take, for example, The Prestige. Oh, I love The Prestige. It's amazing. But... You still find yourself kind of rooting for Hugh Jackman because he's so likable. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> You're not supposed to root for Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Hugh Jackman's supposed to be the dick. I feel like <laughs> like, let's face it. I feel like the greatest showman, which is a movie that's coming out 
I think in December. Yeah. About PT Barnum. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's the payoff for the prestige. Like <laughs> it's like okay, you're supposed to like him in this one. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah, I think the the principle here is it's very difficult to like Christian Bale, even though he's an amazing actor. Yeah. And it's almost impossible to dislike Hugh Jackman. <laughs> yeah. It's true. So there you go. Well, I think that'll close it out. Any other fights that you would like? I don't know. Throw out there is. You know, the only other thing that comes to mind, just because it was so iconic when I was a kid, mm-hmm. is the very first fight in Keaton's Batman film. Oh, when yeah. When we yeah, see yeah. Batman take out those two crooks. Without even moving his neck. Yeah, without moving his <laughs> neck. It's like scoliosis <laughs> 101. <It's laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I, you know, another one that people were throwing out there, yeah, as I was just looking around at different fights and stuff like that, is... Uh, the mutant ninja turtles versus shredder in the original in the original first one yeah yeah and then i think i believe it's it's like doesn't splinter have they all have to work together and splinter's like yeah you gotta work together to defeat yeah i've seen i haven't seen it in so long i know me either but it's a fun movie and you can't go wrong with Corey feldman voicing a mutated amphibian you cannot go wrong with that yeah it should have been Corey feldman co-starring with christian bale as Raphael. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, all right well we'll close it out there um if you guys <laughs> if you guys have other thoughts about other fights that you really loved we would love to hear from you send us an email the at gmail.com um or go over to our youtube page and just start commenting on random videos because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this one will be on there cool thanks for listening guys see you next time That is it for today's podcast. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe. And if you have an extra minute, write us a review or share this episode with one of your geek friends. All right, fellow geeks. As always, question everything in your favorite stories and always seek the truth. We'll catch you on the next podcast.